Oh, hello, dear friends. Welcome to episode two of The Scrappy Dreamer. I am your host, Joey Costantino. Greetings and salutations. Okay, that was a little weird. My apologies. I don't know where the greetings and salutations came in, but, you know, I like to be formal here on my first official podcast that I've been thinking about doing for 15 years or so. I digress. So, I'm really racking my brain because I'm a little bit of a perfectionist about what I should do for the big episode two. And then I remember that a few days ago when I was journaling, a big topic came up. I do morning meditations, which I plan on talking about in future episodes. And so tonight, when I was really sitting down and writing out what I wanted to say in this episode, I had this idea. So that thing about failure, huh? What's up with that? Now I, as a card-carrying member of the Perfectionism Altruism Club, I can safely and unabashedly say without a doubt that I do not like failing. I hate not being able to do something and or doing something or attempting to do something and doing it badly. Ask any of my former managers at previous call center jobs, one of which I'll mention tonight in not many details, but I'll mention that job. Shivers down my spine. Honk if you're a member of PAC. Remember, PAC is Perfectionism Altruism Club. If you're a PAC member, honk if perfectionism is your kryptonite. By the way, you can Google that. It is a thing. It is a real club, and I am a card-carrying member. I'll post that on my social media, which actually I just realized you can follow me on Instagram at the underscore Coach Joey. Anyway, I digress. So recently, I did this bold thing. This big, scary thing. This take the bulls by the horn, slap its arse, and call it Sally kind of thing. All right, that was a little silly, but I I had fun writing that. I was actually going to say call it Susie, but I have a friend, an old friend from many years ago in school named Susie, and I thought if she ever listens to the podcast and and she hears Susie, will she think of her? I'm a very considerate and compassionate person, by the way. Anyway, after I completed my coaching program this past April and I became a certified health and life coach, I did this big thing. I resigned from my well-paying, decent 9-to-5 job where I excelled at what I did, where I was liked by my coworkers, and I felt secure. And also, I liked my coworkers. I liked working at this job, and I liked my manager and other managers I worked for there. I also left my super-duper inexpensive apartment in New York. Side note, It was not in New York City where I'm originally from. It was, for me, it's considered upstate New York because when when you're a New Yorker and you're born and raised in one of the five boroughs, anything outside of those five boroughs, if it's not Long Island, and if it's anything in New York State, it's considered upstate. So where I was living was the Catskills. I was living in a small town called Woodridge. It was not a luxury apartment, but... For $650, and it had 
a washer and dryer in the apartment, yeah, it was a steal. So the super duper crazy thing I did was resign from that job, leave that comfortable apartment, sold some stuff, threw some stuff away, gave some stuff away, loaded up my Jeep Renegade with as much as I could fit in it, and I moved from the Catskills of New York down to Auburn, Alabama. Side note, here, I did live here in my 20s, so I was familiar with the area, and at this time right now, two of my older brothers live here, so I didn't just move to some random, <laughs> some random city in the South. I was familiar with the area and liked it down here. My ultimate goal one day would be to live in Nashville, Tennessee. I digress again because I can go on these little rabbit trails. So, again, left the Catskills of New York to move to Auburn, Alabama to launch my coaching business. Insert crickets. I was gung-ho, full of faith, belief in myself. Remember, I was a newly certified health and life coach, and the coaching program I did was fantastic. I'm not just saying that because I did the program. Like, seriously, I learned a lot about myself, and I feel like I grew so much in confidence and so many other areas, but confidence is the one thing that's coming to my mind right now. And I was thinking, man, I'm going to do this thing. It's sunny down south. I've lived there before. It's a much bigger area than where I was in New York. There's a lot happening. Insert crickets. I was gung-ho, full of faith, belief in myself, and trusting the God of the universe, positive, energetic vibrations, and the law of attraction to manifest my business and bring coaching clients to me, except nothing was happening. Things were great for a while. I got the apartment I wanted. Before I even moved in, money seemed to be falling from the sky. Not, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, but money was coming to me. Even though I didn't have a day job, you know, money was coming to me through other ways. And things were going really well. And then things were not going very well. You know, for a minute there, you know, things seemed to be falling into place. I was like, I got this. Any minute now, the floodgates are going to fly open. Clients are going to come to me. This coaching business is going to take off like a rocket. Everybody's going to see. Also, let's insert another bullet point here. If one of your reasons why you're doing something is to prove to people that you can do it, for me at least, that was not a good enough reason and that may not have been the right energy and the right reason to put out there into the world. Insert even more crickets. Nothing was happening. Zip, zilch, nada, nothing, zero. The blackness of void and then the flow of warm, fuzzy abundance and joy and freedom and giggles. Yeah, that dried up. Suddenly, everything just stopped. Nothing I seemed to do was working. I couldn't find a single person to talk to who could even be a potential client. And then the bills started piling up. The high vibrations I talked about, the high energetic positive vibrations, law of attraction, the secret, Rhonda Byrne, you know, Bob Proctor, Jack Canfield, all these wonderful people I listened to. 
they turn to low and utter panic vibrations. And I found myself scrambling to find another 9-to-5, doing the very thing that just a few months ago I was celebrating my freedom from. Call center work. There's absolutely nothing wrong with doing call center work. I thought, in my mind, I had gotten to my, myself to a point where I had gotten to a place where I was building this business and I could get out of the 9-to-5 call center work. Except the business wasn't built, I didn't have that foundation, and maybe I leapt a little too quickly into the unknown. But at this point, no one has yet invented the time machine, so I can't exactly go back in time and stop myself from resigning from the job. (laughs) And say, wait, hold on, wait till you have at least 20 clients under your belt. Wait till you have a year's worth of experience. Keep the good paying job. That's not happening. I can't really do that. So what what can I do? Oh, boy. So I was back to looking for call center work. I'm going to tap my mic here. Taps mic. Is this thing on? Uh, Paging. Failure tea launch. Paging Mr. Failure T. Launch. Yeah, that was me. The word failure seeped into my mind, every fiber of my being, and it was not going away. Not at all. What we think, it expands. Wayne Dwyer says... We will continue to expand more of what's missing and will continue to attract more of what's missing. He's talking about what we think. And I've really learned and really believe that what we think becomes things. And that's when the light bulb went off. This permeating thought has become a constant for days in my mind. Actually, it was a constant for weeks in my mind. How could I have made so many mistakes, failed so big, gotten into such a mess? This has been the undercurrent, the energy I'm putting out there, the energy of, shit, I blew it, this was all a mistake, and I really missed the mark. Now, feeling that was okay, emotions are vital and necessary. Listen, we're human. No one is 100% positive all the time. That's fake. And that persona repels people. I know it repels me. But if feeling those emotions turns into thinking on those emotions day after day after day after day after day, so much so that you start to become that thing, this is where the danger lies. The question is, am I a failure or did I fail at some things I tried? Did I make a mess of things or is life just full of imperfection? Was there a lesson to be learned in the mess? Absolutely. Once we feel the feelings, we have to set them free. This might sound corny. Listen, I get it. I understand. Some of this stuff sounded pretty corny to me too. I'm not going to lie. But... Really, once we feel these feelings, we have to let them go. Whatever visualization you need to do in your mind, like I almost just kind of picture them. I have like a conversation in my mind where I picture like a person 
where I'm like, okay, hi, thanks, nice to meet you, I appreciate you, almost like my, my, the bizarre world version of myself, oh, hi, thanks to meet, you know, nice to meet you, Joe, I appreciate it, thank you for telling me I'm a failure, I recognize that you're really just concerned about me, um, I heard what you had to say, thank you for the note, I, you know, thank you for the sticky notes of concern, but it's time for you to go, and then I usher him out of my apartment like you almost have to do something like that in some creative way to let those feelings go because if we don't and they take root then they're going to implant themselves in our mind and that's when they become entwined in us to the point that we start to believe that we are those things but guess what better days are coming the sun will come out tomorrow so the good news is that those things those feelings, those emotions, they are not us because I am fearfully and wonderfully made, God-ordained, blessed, called, equipped, and loved. I am not perfect, but I am living by the grace of God, and God has a plan for my life. Mistakes, failures, messes, and all the good, bad, and ugly that makes me uniquely me. I rest and rejoice in this knowing that there is only one me. And guess what? My story, full of ups, downs, sideways, crooked paths, tantrums, tears, laughs, and fears is mine and mine alone for a reason. My little drop in the bucket, compared with the history of civilization, is just that. But guess what? That little drop in the bucket is nonetheless as valuable and precious as anyone else's little drop in the bucket. So that morning that I was journaling all of this stuff, going on a rampage of inspiration, I chose to focus on the good and rejoice in the blessings. Because even on the worst days, there's always, always, always something to be grateful for. I chose to ask for wisdom to correct the mistakes and learn from my failures, knowing it's not the end of my story. It was just a few bumps in the road. And I choose to remember that every time, every single time, a rainbow comes out, even after the darkest, scariest, heaviest rain, even if that rainstorm was a big old Cat 5 hurricane of your own doing, like it was of mine. So this topic of failure... It's a big one, especially if you're part of the Perfectionism Altruism Club like I am and you don't like making mistakes. But the thing is, is that if you're also a scrappy dreamer, you're going to make mistakes, you're going to F up, you're going to mess things up. But the scrappy dreamer keeps going. So this was actually taken directly from one of my morning meditations, like I said, from a few days ago when the light bulb went off. Actually, it was more like a spotlight shining directly in my eyes. It was so obvious that my perpetual thoughts for the last few weeks, even though I was trying and put that in the Joey from Friends misused air quotes, trying to stay positive and energetic and happy and hopeful and all that good stuff. But the truth is my primary thought was I am a failure. I have failed. Well, I truly believe because I've seen it happen in my life over and over and over and over again that we are what we think. Those things we say over and over again to ourselves about ourselves, that's energy. That's what we're putting out there into the world. And guess what? 
the more we put out, the more we get back of the same thing, which then confirms our belief in the first place. And the cycle continues. So I stopped. I am not a failure. I have not failed. I did not blow it. Sure, I've probably made mistakes along the way and failed at different things, but that's all part of learning, part of the scrappy dreamer's journey. What I stopped doing was taking on those thoughts as who I am. They're not, and neither are they of you. That's all I got today. Thanks for listening, my fellow scrappy dreamers. Come back next Tuesday, September 21st, 2021, for episode three. Until we meet again, hashtag no regrets club. Follow me on Instagram at the underscore coach Joey. And stay scrappy. Take care.